denied. I'm thinking to send a date. I just hope the bus don't break down again, Danny. Think we got her fixed this time, Heather. We're brothers of the road. We've lost all our control. And we won't hang it up for anyone. We'll keep right on going. The wind just won't stop blowing this old silver-sided bus on through the night. Everybody, the Brothers of the Road are back. Brothers of the Road have been on the road. We've been on the road and we ain't been on the podcast because we didn't have any of our stuff to do a podcast and with. for that, we'd like to ask for forgiveness from each and every listener. Please forgive us, y'all. Um, that just happens because we out picking. No, not that we're interesting enough for you to be missing, but we missed you. Uh, we do miss this thing. This thing's fun to do. We've been out. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened, I guess, since our last podcast. I don't think we'd even hit the East Coast yet. We had not, because uh, I had talked about Mama Mila's Italian food being the best, even though we were going to New York City. Guess what? Did it live up to that? Yeah, she still got the best food. She does. Right here She's in sponsoring this show without even sponsoring it, y'all. Oh, you know what? She could sponsor my tummy. She could sponsor this show, and I'd still, I would, if she offered me free lasagna, I'd pay for it, because I just couldn't take yeah. something that good for free. That's true. Um, here's what I want to say. The East Coast was simply marvelous. Our cousin Missy went with us. Our cousin Scott, who's also our manager, went with us. And Matt and I, we flew into New York City, which was probably the greatest view I could imagine a plane coming into New York. And we didn't go to the JFK airport. We went to a different one. LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Uh, but it, we went by, I mean, I didn't realize how New York, how big New York City was. And it is incredible. Y'all, it's big. Uh, well, it ain't a bunch of land. It ain't big like that. No, it's, it's tall. It's it's tall because it actually isn't really that big across. Yeah. But ground zero, we got to go to ground zero and that was uh that was kind of a somber thing. It, it was somber. It's, uh but they've made a beautiful memorial for uh for I just all those I just told our, our our cousin slash manager, Scott, today I said I wish we had gone to the museum underneath of the memorial. And both of them agreed that they wished that we'd have done that too. Yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, Scott and Cheryl, uh, some people I know in Arkansas, just posted some pictures from that, and it looked really cool. There was stuff from the fire trucks and pieces of the building. Wow, uh, that was that was probably the peak of my trip was getting to see that, and then and then we're going to Little Italy, and there was. Do you recall what festival was going on? Oh boy, San Gennaro. San Gennaro. Our it, buddy Sal. Sal. Sal, Sal the singer. Hey, what's his what's his Instagram handle? Let's push him. I feel like I thought it was Sal the singer. I think it may be Sal the singer too. I know one thing. Here's what I do know: he was playing out in front of Cannoli King, and Sal the singer's a legend. I we truly loved Sal the singer. Sal the singer. Okay, y'all go follow Sal the singer on on Instagram. He does the traditional greats. Tell him the Reeves brothers sent you too. Like Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, all Bobby Darren, all all you know everything you'd expect to be singing in Little Italy, and That's does a bang up job at he it. Did. He was great, and he's an entertainer. He is an entertainer. He was out in front of the Cannoli King doing it. Yeah, he was. I hear is the greatest cannolis in the world. I was too stuffed to get one. No, I we couldn't eat anymore. I don't. I, I forget where we ate at there. Oh, oh, we had Angelos, D'Angelos, D'Angelos, D'Angelos. That was, 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 was good too. What uh, Mama Mila's? But it was great. But you know what, Mama Mila? She she's above. She's yeah, she's, she's just top tier. Yeah, she just you just can't. Mama nope. Mila knows how to cook. She knows what she's uh, doing. 
then we went last weekend and but we've been traveling a lot last weekend we got back from the east coast and we immediately that next day went to arkansas we ended up playing the benton county fair we did and uh which was town hometown fair great show and afterwards we waited uh, an extra few days and waited for our mom to fly in so we could pick her up and see her before she goes in for her hip replacement our mom's been on about a three-month vacation to idaho boise idaho seeing her mom and dad boise was our grandparents i guess her mom and dad would be our grandparents wouldn't they they sure would that'd be that'd be our grandparents hey grandma hey grandma grandma. uh yeah so anyways our mom is back she settled in she's cozy in arkansas yeah uh and we are back in tennessee and we are playing tomorrow night which is actually uh friday october 6th right now so we're playing saturday october 7th uh in lewisburg for uh real world training yeah rw training so it's going to be a uh, a really good time it's at a place called the warehouse so we're excited it'll be our cousin scott doing uh the songs that he's written and uh his hit songs that he's written for other artists and matt and i doing our songs that no one ever listened to yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be great but I want to get rolling into this podcast because we've got a killer story to tell you guys about how Scott and Matt and I all joined forces as a trio in on this uh, on this operation. But before I do, could you thank somebody for me, Matt? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to thank Tough Coat down in Bentonville, Arkansas. If you need your truck covered in some of the finest Tough Coating around, if you need tumbler cups, whatever you need. Jeff Hope down at Tefcoat, he can do it. He wants to do it. He's got 20 years of experience. He does. He's got a total commitment to customer satisfaction. He does. And he makes the finest custom tumbler cups, does does. the finest spray-in bed liner, and the best waterproofing in Northwest Arkansas or the whole wide USA for that matter. So make sure to visit TuffcoatBentonville.com. That's T-U-F-F-C-O-A-T Bentonville.com. Or call 479-715-6039 and schedule your appointment. And let him know the Reeves Brothers sent you and tell him. We love him. Yeah. On Let's get note. this thing off. Can you uh, can you cue that intro for me? I want to hear the song. It's been a while. You're listening to Brothers of the Road. Our whole life, people have felt like there was something intriguing about our normal. But we're here to tell you what our normal is. Life, love, country music, and two brothers traveling on the road together year-round while sharing an airstream together just outside of Nashville. Sit back and enjoy the ride as we take you on a journey throughout the country with the stories from yours truly. The, the Brothers, Brothers of, of the Road. All right, everybody. What year was it, Cole? Well, it was the very beginning of 2020. and It wasn't uh, the very beginning of 2020. I mean, the very beginning of 2021. Yeah. It was the very beginning of 2021. Uh, toward the end of 2020, our dad's brother Chuck passed away, our uncle. And, uh, and it wasn't just about three months later that our uncle Joe passed away too, which was the last one of our dad's brothers, uh, that was alive. And it left just our dad and our dad had, uh, at the time as we, uh, before our dad passed away and our dad had Alzheimer's really bad at the time. So he wouldn't, he wasn't going to be able to make the funeral and really didn't, wouldn't have known what was going on. Had, had anybody told them. So we kind of just let it go and didn't tell him anything to save his emotions and decided that we wanted to go out there and uh, kind of be there in spirit of our dad and 
we called our, I believe our aunt Linda and, uh, and asked about going. And then she had asked us to sing amazing grace at, our, at our uncle Joe's funeral and which was an honor. So we, we flew out to California and, uh, and while we were there, it had been, it had been a lot of years since we had seen any of our cousins from that side. The yeah. last time was at our grandma's funeral. Yeah, our grandmother's funeral, which was about 10 years previous. Yeah. Uh, so we all, we, you know, got to visit and catch up. And we, the day we were leaving, we went and had breakfast with them. And, and in the parking lot, Scott had kind of mentioned about possibly going out on the road with us and uh, wanted to kind of document what we were doing because he had, he had always wanted to go out with our with our uncles, well, his dad, our dad, and then our uncle Chuck, and go out and film them in their hometown of Delight, Arkansas. And Missy had just Missy is his wife. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know Missy, Missy had been telling him for a long time. She had been seeing us on Instagram, and she had kept telling him, you know, you need to go out there and you need to help the guys and go document what they're doing and see what they're doing on the road because they just they're keeping kind of hustling at it and. And not giving up and keep chasing the dream. And uh, so he called while we were down in Texas. And uh, I picked up the phone and he, he said, you know, I really, I want to go out on the road with you guys. When are you guys going out again? And I told them, you know, I think in, it was two weeks from then. We were going to Phoenix for a week. We had to run. Yeah. And he said, can I go? And I said, man, we'd love you to, love for you to go, but you probably want to get your own hotel rooms because the, the places we have to stay are some of them are pretty grim and uh and probably not suit suitable for what you're used to and uh he kind of laughed he said no i'm staying where you guys are staying I want now the whole we experience. hadn't been around our cousin scott at all yeah so Scott's an actor he's an actor and he was you know he was he's born in california and raised in california and he was an actor so we thought oh this is mr hollywood he is not <laughs> he ain't gonna stay in these grimy I mean, not everywhere is grimy. I don't want to make it seem like that we were staying just like with the rats and stuff. But no, uh, like Stephen Cherie's is super nice. Stephen Cherie uh, and yeah, and Ruben, they got yeah. Those places are phenomenal. But in between those places, some of the hotels when we had to pay to stay places, yeah. they'd get pretty run down. Yeah, they were run down. Little did we know at the time, that's Scott no step for all, a climber like our cousin Scott. No, Scott was all about it. Yeah, he was he was all about it and. Uh, and Scott does what it what it, what he has to do. Yeah, so he said, and, I'm uh, in. He said, I'm in. I'll rent a car. He said, I'm going to fly from Nashville to L.A. I'm going to rent a car. And I'm going to come out there. I'll meet you in Perot. So I said, well. Don't, Matt, can you just tell him what had happened to your... All right. I had just bought... I had a little nickname at the time. I was the Caddy Daddy. And the reason that Matt was the Caddy Daddy is because I called my friend Joe Martinez. He had a 2003 Cadillac DeVille in gold. And the thing was cherry for maybe 12 minutes after I bought it. Uh, and the dash fell apart. Joe hadn't been, Joe, Joe had bought it and just from drove an old it. lady. He bought it from the old lady, from an old lady. He drove it over to his house and he parked it. And I called him up and I said, Joe, would you ever want to sell that Cadillac? And he said, nah, me, oh, I really wouldn't. And I'm about three times like, come on, Joe, you ain't going to. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'll sell it to you. So Joe sold it to me. And it had pretty low miles, and it was running great. And so anyways, I pick it up, and within about two days, the whole dash had started falling apart in these Cadillac. 
in in this Cadillac, which they're known for apparently. And somebody had been in that dash messing with it when the old lady owned it because we found all these rags and stuff in her. Well, then the air conditioning went out. And then I'm driving down the road about a week before we've got to go out and meet our cousin Scott. And all of a sudden, this damn deer just decides, I want to commit suicide today. And he runs his head right into the side of the caddy daddy's caddy. And even though the car was drivable, it was pretty jacked up. Unsightful. It was unsightful. It's sitting out in front of my girlfriend Maggie's house right now. She's like, you have got to get rid of this car. And so, but you know what? It's honestly kind of becoming a staple of the house and the neighborhood. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And so, anyways, that was what we had, and I, we we loaded it up. I was like, well, that's what we got. It still drives, drives like it always drove like a bat out of hell, like a bat out of hell. I so mean, we all loaded up. We loaded up Kevin Skirla, Kevin Bishop. Bishop, Kelly Bishop, Kelly Bishop. Now I'm getting Kelly and Kevin Green mixed up. No, we loaded up Kevin Skirla, Kelly Bishop, yeah. myself, and Matt. And we took out. And it was comfy going out there. Mm, I mean, going, we weren't, we weren't, all, we weren't I, all loaded down until we got there because the equipment was at mom and dad's house. Okay. And so all we had was just a, a few little things. I'll buy that. Yep. And, uh, but I had already made a reservation prior to. Uh, two months before we had to leave because i knew well we don't have a car to make this run so i'll just i found a truck it was nine hundred dollars to rent for the seven days and maddie rented it we get to perump and the day before we're supposed to pick it up i get a call from enterprise rentals enterprise rentals says matthew uh we don't have any cars we can rent you they decided that they weren't going to bring uh the truck back I was like, well, so what are you going to do? Oh, no, Matt didn't say well. Matt freaked out. I did. I was like, well, what what car are you going to put me in? Oh, sir. (laughs) They said, oh, sir, you don't understand. I said, whoa. If you knew Matt the way I know Matt. I said, no, you don't understand. I said, you don't understand. It was like the scene. There's a scene in Seinfeld where he's having the exact conversation if you want to know what happens. Because they tell him, you don't understand how this works, sir. And he's like, no, you don't understand how it works. I made the reservation and you didn't keep it. So you're the one who didn't understand how it worked. And, well, Enterprise did not understand how it worked. Because they just decided that who had the truck prior didn't need to bring it back even though it was already reserved to me. So they also had no other cars for us to take, which it wouldn't have really made a damn because the Cadillac did run good. It was just a, it was a situation of room. Scott was going to ride with us, I think, originally in that truck. But that didn't end up working out because, well, we, we did not get the truck, but Scott had the Jeep Wrangler that he had rented from L.A. So it's a godsend. Uh, thank God, because... Which when he showed up, he didn't know. He was he, When he showed up, he said, where's the truck? He said, where's the truck? And I was like, buddy, you're looking at the truck. The Cadillac's the truck. And he's like, what? what? We, all had, we all had a nice little laugh. I remember Kevin was on his Rubik's Cube, and he was talking to our dad. Oh, man. Who knows what about? Kevin, well, it wasn't about much. <laughs> no. Uh, Kevin was in a Rub- on a Rubik's Cube kick that trip. Yeah. I can see him standing there right there. And I had those big 70s weird glasses that I, that I, lo- I ended up losing them in Texas. I remember those glasses very well. I digress. We ended up getting <laughs> those are the glasses. I've got I'm, I've got a picture pulled up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was also about uh, eighty five pounds heavier right now than, than I am right now. I don't know. I've got two necklaces on. Cole's showing me a picture. I don't remember. I that. think you're wearing my necklace for some reason. I don't know. 
Anyway. Uh, anyway, so we had this crashed Cadillac that we were like, well, we can't load all this equipment into. Even with Greg, even with terrible. Scott's Jeep, we couldn't do it. And so we were like, well, our mom had just recently purchased some gift cards from a friend of ours for Guitar Center uh that her husband had had and she was like listen i'll just sell them to you half of what my husband paid for him so mom was like listen i'll just give them to my kids for a gift and so there was enough on there for us to go down to the local guitar center and do 600 bucks each i mean because all that was more than 600 bucks we bought a whole pa system we had to buy a pa system when we got to uh, tucson and we got two ev speakers those were that was six hundred dollars right there almost and then we got two little well, monitors. monitors were dirt cheap well they were a hundred dollars a piece and the mixer was like 50 bucks 60 bucks yeah and so we get to tucson and we go down to get to our center and we buy all this equipment with the with the intention of taking it back we're like we'll use it and we'll take it back we'll get the money back on the cards and we'll go yeah but we didn't do that we didn't do that no. We got Sue and Jerry's down there. We got to like there. that PA. Yeah, it was good. That sound system was We've good. We've been using our dad's 1978 PV gear with hashtag God bless PV because the stuff still works great. Oh, I mean, and I it like it, great. but it, but it's not compact. It ain't compact and it's hefty. I mean, these little powered speakers were just easy to tote around and you set yeah. them up quick. Yeah, it was, it was, and they were loud. They were loud and sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, they have Bluetooth capability. Yeah, we could play music. So for our break music, we had break music. Yeah. So we play our shows in Oracle. Play the show in Oracle. Oracle was great. It's always great. It's magical. And then we got down to where this story really kicks into gear is when we get down to Stephen Cherise. Because that is when Cousin Scott's out and he's filming us. He's filming us, and he he at the time we kind of thought we were going to get an HBO Max special because he had a friend that was doing some dealings with HBO Max. They may be pitching some shows. He was pitching shows, and so he was he was he was filming all of this, and uh, and so he was filming everything, and he goes into a uh, I don't know we probably shouldn't say the gang name. No, uh, oh, no. no. There and were some so, motorcycle clubs, uh, yeah, around mount phoenix phoenix and he was out videoing people yeah and uh, some, i mean they one of them wasn't wild about it no he looked at me he's like oh and he flipped stop, him off stop filming but he knew me that guy he was there every time yeah he was there and and, and another member don't forget that you're young and you're he wasn't a member. <laughs> oh, I thought he, he was. was. No, he was just a guy there that recognized Scott from Young and the Restless. Remember the guy from like Minnesota that was telling all the jokes that nobody thought was funny? Uh-huh. Well, I, yeah, I like that guy. He's good people. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the guy was like, flipped him off and was like, F you, man. And Greg or Scott was like, huh. For, uh, we're going to have to address this now. <laughs> For y'all that don't know, uh, our cousin Scott's name is actually Gregory Scott. Yeah, so we 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 call him by his first name when he's not out doing stuff. We do our best to try to call uh, him Scott. But. Anyways, little Scotty Dickens was videoing some people, and this guy wasn't a fan of it. But then he was like, "No, man, you're good, you're good," and and he let he let <laughs> he let him live. Yeah, he let Scott continue to video, and then but then he was like, "Take my picture, bro," and he was like flipping the camera off, and and Scott. Uh, he he obliged him. He, he took the, he, he took he took the gentleman's picture. 
Yeah, he's like, how many pictures you want? I'll send them to you, too. We'll get them edited. Yeah. Printed. Uh, so, anyway. We'll go down to Walgreens, get these things framed. Yeah. So, we played our show, and uh, and then we kind of hung out. I mean, Scott and I ended up doing karaoke that night. Y'all did karaoke. Kelly and Kevin and I, we ended up escaping. We got out of there. We we, we went back to Stephen Cherie's. You maybe got some food and went back. So, anyway. Yeah, we did. Then we were we were going to leave, and we realized we want to keep this PA, and we want to keep half of our everything we own at Stephen Cherie's house because we only yeah. have this Cadillac. So Stephen Cherie let us keep the PA till we came back and got it. Stephen Cherie truly are like family members. They us, they they, they, they oh yeah, have great. treated us so great over the years. If you're ever in Phoenix or the Phoenix area, it's in Mesa. Go down to the Roosters Country Bar because Roosters oh, yeah. is is a great place. Roosters is a great. Place. We should get on. We should tell a story about when we first went to Roosters because we didn't know what we were getting into. We just like drove down there to this place and uh, we've been booked over Facebook at the time when we were handling our bookings and. And uh, Cherie booked us, and we rolled up in there, and we walked in, and they had like rap music bumping, just boonch, 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 going. And we were like, oh my God, great. We're in a terrible bar. Ain't nobody going to like what we're playing. And all of a sudden, Steve comes walking in, and he's like, who put this shit on the jukebox? <laughs> and his bartender pointed in the back, and it was just like a random guy back there, and he's like, hey, man, you can't play that here can't play that music here it's a country bar guy's like oh you're racist huh he's like no i ain't racist he's like you want to play charlie pride i'd love for you to play him if you want to play freddie fender play him he's country he's like i ain't playing the same rap bar so steve said how much money how much money do you put in my tube box and, and the guy said why does it matter and he's like because i'm gonna give you your money back because i'm gonna skip all your songs on yeah. this jukebox because so, this is a country bar. The sign out front says Roosters Rock and Country. Yeah. And that was not rock nor country. No, it was not. And so he gave him his money back. And then he walked out and he left. And that guy put all that money that Steve had just given him right back in the jukebox and started playing his rap again. And Steve came back about 15 minutes later and he threw the guy out and he didn't give him his money, I doubt. No, he was like, it's time for you to go. Yeah, he's like, you're out of here, you buddy. We don't play this kind of music. It's not the reputation we that, we, that we're getting here at this bar. We're a country yeah, bar. We're a country bar. We don't play that rap shit here. They like country music in Phoenix. So, by God, if you want a country bar and you're in Mesa, Arizona. Go to Roosters. Go to Roosters. Don't play rap. Don't play rap. They will not allow you to you play rap. You shouldn't play rap anyway. It's garbage. Eggs Cole says that as we did a duet with a rapper. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Getting bolted into the White House. Listen. God I, bless Bushwick. I love Bushwick. I wish he is here with us still. Uh, if he is with us, we'd get him on this podcast. Oh, God. Uh, We're getting way off this podcast episode. So, Steve and Cherie, they decided, they're, well, they're like, yeah, just leave whatever you need here. And... uh and we did. We loaded down their stuff. I don't know how long that stuff was at their house. It was a while, though. Like a year. Like No, it was until we played that Christmas party, so it was from April to December. Yeah. That it, yeah. Eight months. Their closets were loaded up with what we were uh, dropping off there. So, yeah, we, uh, we woke up the next morning. Scott went back to California to fly back to Nashville, and we went back to Arkansas. And uh, and and I want to let you guys know this is going to be a part two. There will be a part two to this because that's not the end of the story. Scott got back to Nashville, and some crazy things happened in the Reeves Brothers world for a minute. Uh, 
involving another guy from a from a major rock band yeah uh, that required us to start start journeying toward nashville a little bit so we're gonna we're gonna finish this off and kind of tell you how we get to nashville for the first time and what kind of was uh leading cause for us to come for the first time and then what it what it turned into before we get out of here though make sure cole tell them about who's taking care of the reeves brothers on this podcast you don't mind i don't mind i want to thank jeff hope jeff hope is an amazing human being out of northwest arkansas who owns a little business we like to call tough coat which for those of you that have never heard of tough coat which if you've ever listened to our podcast you've heard a lot about tough coat they are the only place to go in the northwest arkansas area for your spray and bed liner custom tumbler cups and waterproofing and they have 20 years of like incredible experience i've watched them do hundreds up on hundreds of jobs and uh there's one thing they always have and that is total customer satisfaction when they get down yeah they do so go over to toughcoatbentonville.com that's t-u-f-f coatbentonville.com or call 479-715-6039 and schedule that appointment folks do it today get that spray in bed liner get it all sprayed up in your bed uh it'll make you feel good it'll make your truck it'll make your truck feel good i know that and uh and for real, they make some awesome tumbler cups with any of your business logos on and uh, or anything you want on them. And they ship that stuff, too. They'll ship it. So if you're looking for a custom tumbler cup, they're the people to reach out to. Yeah. We need to have them make a, a tumbler cup with our faces on it. Well, we do. I and think maybe so. Maybe thing says, Brothers of the Road. Speaking of Brothers of the Road, oh, yeah. will you play a little outro for me? Yeah. Thank you all. We're Brothers of the Road. We lost all our control, and we won't hang it up for anyone. We'll keep right on going. The wind just won't stop blowing this old silver-sided bus.